Do you happen to recall the first R-rated film that you ever saw? Yeah, it was The Informant. Did it have a lot of cuss words in it? Yeah, that was the reason why it was rated R. You know, for the life of me, I don't remember the first R-rated movie I ever saw. But do you think that more comedies or dramas have R ratings? Uh, probably dramas. Yeah, and I mean like more cuss words in them. Well, yeah, I think dramas probably. More swearing. Yeah. So the first show that we're doing in 2021 is called History of Swear Words, and it's hosted by none other than Nicolas Cage himself, who apparently in his movies, when he uses swear words, 71% of the time he says fuck. And that's the name of the episode. Actually, every single episode is named after a swear word. Yeah, so. you got shit, bitch, dick, pussy, and damn as yeah. the finale. Because that's it. the worst one of all. Yeah, I think that they did that. Uh, that's actually the second most used swear word according to whatever facts they were going by. Like, Nicolas Cage uses it the other 19% of the time, and then the other swear words much less. What kind of Nicolas Cage do you get in this show? Because you have the quirky, it's comedy. So do you have the quirky, like, Raising Arizona, The Strange, even though this was a drama face-off, or, like, the twisted kind of comedy that you get in Kick-Ass? Okay, before I answer that, was this filmed during COVID? Yes. Because everybody is shot by themselves. Yeah, I was going to ask if you could tell if it was or not. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing like a fireside chat. It's just him. And he is barely in the episode, at least this one. Mm. Um, He is sort of like an SNL host who sometimes like isn't there for like most of the skits. They're 20 minutes long. Accumulatively, how long would you say he's in the show for? For for those fans that are keeping track, it's about three to four minutes. Because I read a review that said that, you know, you're going to see him. He's not just like a 30 second star of the episode reads a cheesy joke and he's gone but you don't watch it just because he's going to be in it yeah they have plenty of other talent that's there it reminds me of adam ruins everything without adam like hosting it it's more just the people the guest stars whether they're comedians or experts in the field like i didn't know what a lexicographer was do you know what a lexicographer is do you want to take a guess uh probably someone who studies language or something yeah because lexicon it's actually a person who compiles dictionaries so this show actually does teach you something about the history of bad yeah, words. Yeah, absolutely. Then. For 20 minutes, I'm actually learning quite a lot. Stuff I would not have known otherwise. Like, uh, interesting facts um, of history. For instance, Roald Dahl's last words. I did not know what they were. Do you want to guess what those were? No, I don't. I it, know what they are. it has to do with the episode. Uh, fuck me or something? I don't know. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> no, um, it actually was... Uh, oh fuck or something like that let me see uh he got like stabbed by a nurse or something like with a needle like and he um, just... purposely the like was he murdered no uh he was like saying goodbye to his family oh, okay and then they put a needle into his arm and he's like ow fuck or something like that and he died <laughs> so do you get animations in the show yeah. oh i have to answer your okay, Nick okay, cage okay. question though yeah. so he reminds me a lot of like how um john john cusack not joan uh is aging his face is just getting fatter as he ages, and he has a beard. So it's still Nick Cage. It's still obviously him. He's uh, kind of playing up the act, and he's also referencing a lot of movies. And we get a lot of cut clips of movies that use the word fuck a lot in them. Uh, do you want to guess any of those? I was going to say, are they recent movies? Or They're they... all over the map. So you got, like, think of the big ones. Think the ones big that... Lebowski? Um... Well, they go through the history of, of fuck. So have you ever seen that college humor show? Not Adam Ruins Everything, but What the Fuck 101? It's 
a lot like that. The animated show? Yes, where they go through history and time and kind of like through different comedians and again, experts, people who've written books like Holy Shit, A Brief History of Swearing, (laughs) which was written by this really timid looking lady. And so it was funny to see her do that. But you also have a ton of guest stars like Nick Offerman, Sarah Silverman. Uh, Sarah Silverman tells an interesting story about School of Rock, which I didn't know, uh, about how they can use one fucking PG-13 movies. Yeah. And at the end of the uh, movie, she pitched the idea of the whole cast just screaming the word out. <laughs> but they didn't that take would have been, yeah, I would have wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's a comedian, so it was a fine idea. They had Jim Jeffries on there, Nick Glazier, um, London Hughes... Uh, and then they bring up a lot of people too. So, what did you think of the guest stars? Like, were they were they funny? Because I read some reviews that said they would have wanted to see some more, like I guess, contextual stars, like maybe Pete Davidson or Jim Gaffigan, to kind of give it a little bit more of a reasonable. Yeah, I, I gotta disagree with those reviewers. Like, that's kind of it's a TV show, man. Like, whoever yeah. they get is who they get. Nick Offerman didn't even show up until like halfway through, and uh, mostly it's about like again the history but the movies that i was hoping you would guess would be like scarface oh yeah of course yeah uh do you know the first movie that had the f word in it oh i think i've, I've learned it before but i don't remember okay so they're talking a lot about how it's like the most versatile of all swear words like when you think of fuck you think you can use it in any context from verb to noun to exclamation yeah, you can't use it in church but like when you can use it as a compound noun like fuck wit and stuff like that and people for the longest time in like the 13th century didn't even like compare it to sex at all it didn't become a thing until after that and for the next few years it wasn't even like a bad bad word wasn't banned and so people made up like all these acronymic etymologies for how the word came to be and what it like whether it stood for like f as in like uh, under the king like was yeah, fucking right, under yeah, the king right, or something right. like fornication fornication yeah and that's not what it means at all um it just came about organically did they mention planes trains and automobiles because i remember that was something that's a good guess i don't think they did they did do bridesmaids pulp fiction a ton yeah of course yeah. Uh, samuel jackson was brought up <laughs> a ton. i'm surprised he wasn't in it i mean they had him for the end of the world or whatever that the 2020 thing yeah blow up 2020 uh they mentioned how rap and nwa and public enemy all featured into how fuck became a uh a, like acceptable term in music oh i i do want to mention really fast to my left i have like a list of just nicholas cage facts anyone who's interested in him i think you should do some uh stuff so whenever you want like a nicholas cage fact just let me know i'll start yeah, off just, with no I'll give me with, one yeah yeah he's been married four times one was to patricia arquette and uh he proposed on the day that they met and then she was like, you're going to have to do this, this, and this in order for me to, like, even consider it. And then he started to do that. And years later, they got married. Wait, so he had to follow her list of, like, check Of what she wanted. Like, was yeah. it, like, you need to star in a one I, big I tried movie to find or something like that? I tried to find the list. I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. Well, yeah, but I'm wondering if it was, like, career goals or if it was personal goals. Yeah, no. It'd I, be funny if she, had, if she, because remember Rihanna was asked out by, like, one of the most upcoming basketball players. I forgot who it was. Um, and immediately denied him and was like, I don't date anyone under, like, who hasn't made the all-star team or something like that. And, and so it was pretty funny. So yeah, it'd be I, funny if she was like, you're not famous enough. Well, I think Patricia Arquette was just saying it jokingly and didn't expect it to actually happen. And yeah. then he started to checkmark the places. But um, Places? Uh, things he needed to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, but you said there were animations in the show. When I saw kind of the examples for it, I said that there were a mix between Crash Course videos and Monty Python. Is that a fair comparison? or are they... Yeah, it's again like What the Fuck 101. Mm, okay. Uh, the show hired many different experts, as you said. Um, you brought up the talking head portions. For that, they had the person in front of the camera and a laptop alone with a producer prompting them on what they should say and do during Zoom. So it was very, very isolated. Um, there was no pre-writing process at all. Uh, does a show like this with an outrageous Nicolas Cage, like, does it ever take the time to slow down, or is it just fast-paced? No, it's not go. like, a, what's his face, uh, Matt, Pat, on YouTube, who just, like, kind oh, of... Right, theory of... Uh, game theory. Yeah, and game all that theory, stuff. Yeah. Like, it just, like, throws facts at you so fast that you can't even understand it. No, this is centered for, like, anybody to watch. It's for grandmas and stuff. No, I'm just, <laughs> um, it's, it's slow-paced enough, but at the same time, you're just learning a lot. So they, they are quick-moving. They're just not speed-talking, I guess. They also tell us who the swearingest actor is of all time. I would probably guess someone like Samuel L. Jackson, but who He's is actually it? third on the list. I have no idea. Number and one. You don't want to guess any other people? You got Pacino. Pacino, he's not number one, but. Was Steve Martin on the list up, possibly? Nope. Again, uh, I, I guess take that one. You got one Adam scene. Sandler. Yeah. Uh, you got Leonardo DiCaprocorn. <laughs> okay. And then, or DiCaprocorn? I forgot what they make fun of his name. And then uh, the number one. No guesses? Wait, hold no on. one got him. Who was the Who was the uh, star of the King's Speech? It was uh, the same guy who was in 1917. Colin Firth? Yeah, Colin Firth, because he had this scene. I don't think he ever swore in the King's Speech, did he? Was that yeah, like there's a, a yeah, there's a huge scene where he does. He goes on just like he says a ton of test words. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was just I assume because he was on the radio in that, right? Yeah, but no, there's like a full scene that's infamous for him swearing a lot. But who is it? Yeah, he doesn't even make the list. It's Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, and actually they say he broke the record of fucks in a movie in Wolf on Wall Street. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And it makes sense why Leonardo DiCaprio is on there. Yeah, because I remember they swore, like, a ton in that, and that was, like, some major controversy or something. So there have been also a lot of famous fuck names in history that kind of, you wonder if, you know how people have the name Taylor, if they were Taylors. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So back right, in the right. day, there was this uh, Tim Fuckerton. <laughs> one of these is fake, by the way, so you got to tell me which one. John okay, LaFucker. John <laughs> There was someone who had the last name Fuckbutter. And then there's someone named Roger Fuck by the Navel. Okay. And so he either I... had a lot of belly button sex or he hits people in the stomach a lot because fuck apparently comes from a Dutch term that uh, meant like pummel or punch. I, I have to go with Fuckbutter. Uh, no, it was actually Tim Fuckerton. The first one was fake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they also mentioned things like pop stars, snakes on a plane, which infamously, its entire campaign to get people to watch right, it was just that one scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and then you got Hot Fuzz, Jarhead. They they then, at the end of the thing, like credited Warner Bros. for allowing some of the movies to be shown. Do you, do you know, because you've studied film... Um, what the Hays Code is and the MPAA. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously like, the MPAA, uh, right? Yes, yeah. but like how it turned from one to the other. Uh, explain what the Hays Code was. So the Hays Code was the, the like 1900 to like 1950 or 60s like version of rules where they couldn't show people sleeping in the same bed. They had to treat right. it like there was no swearing, and like everything was a perfect universe. I think it was like they were able to have all that stuff if you didn't want your film coded, right? And then if your film was coded, well, you the MPAA came around kind of because other 
um, countries were producing content that had sex and stuff, and mm -hmm. people wanted right. to see that. So I remember, in order to save the industry, they sort of created that, and then they showed you all the different levels. And they kind of go into that in uh, in this episode, in the 20 minutes, and they do a pretty funny job of it. I didn't know sunlight played a role into it, but they were like, well, G-rated movies kind of have a lot more sunlight, and then they showed a clip from Babe. I had no idea about that, yeah. But I'll come back in with another Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, I so. did ask you what the first movie was with the F-bomb, though, right? Uh, and that yeah. was M.A.S.H. <laughs> no, MASH, the movie. No, yeah, no, yeah, I know. It's, it's famously just, known for that. And the first time it ever hit um, television was during an airing of the two thousand of 2004 for South Park, the uncut. Or oh, I was going to ask if it was accidental or not, but okay. No, yeah, it was no. it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, by, in 1994, Nick Cage was valued at $4 million per picture. So, I guess, again, these... So his career is kind of taking a downturn. Like, well, I, I don't mean, think maybe, he was getting $94 million for this thing. I think National Treasure, like, may got a lot of money, so... Did it? Is yeah. it still going? Is there going to be a new National Treasure? Like I mean, with, the, with the way people are remaking stuff, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, no, I don't mean... Re like, will he continue? I don't think he died in the series, did he? No, I think he still survived. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, so I everything I saw was from <laughs> National inside. Treasure Universe. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's probably going to become a thing one of these days. But everything I saw was inside. So were there any exterior shots of, like, buildings and everything? Or was it just no, all of course not. The... It's literally just interviews. And a lot of people are in front of, like, a purple screen or a blue screen um, where they're just talking right into the camera. Some people are at their houses. It's it's low budget. But at the same time, they throw in enough interesting stuff and uh, actual famous clips that we know that it, it makes it interesting. Um, again, they show like things from NWA and they were talking about how they were the first people who like, fuck the police and then the public enemy also fight the power. And then FTP, I didn't realize that was the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously, yeah. And th those obviously, if you've seen the movie, you know that those like played a big role. The movie, the Paul Giamatti movie? Yeah, the Straight, Straight Outta, Outta Compton. Compton. Okay. Yeah. Does the show have enough steam to go for season two? Yeah, I guess they just need to pick the words that they want to use. Again, six... Swear words is not the end of all swear words. Yeah, like, no. you can think of a ton more. They could just use cunt or something. Like, it, it, <laughs> I know I'm not British, but they even brought up how in different English-speaking countries, obviously, words can be said yeah, differently. Right. And in the U.S., we tend to censor a lot more than other countries do. And I found it funny that Jim Jeffries, who's Australian, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, then you had some other people who were um, British, I forget who, but just hearing the way that they would speak, I thought they would talk more about how their countries are way more accepting of yeah, that language. But they, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the best part of the show? Because every single review I read said that Nicolas Cage was by far the best part. Like, no matter if they hated it or loved the show. Who hated it? Did anybody hate it? It hasn't gotten great reviews. Yeah, I mean, I didn't go into it thinking it was going to be this amazing docuseries. It's starring Nicolas Cage, and he's just swearing at you. It's got one bit, and the whole bit is him just being right, like... Right, it's, it's a one-joke premise. Fuck, but you're fuck. saying that it works for the time that it has. Do you think it could have been longer, like 20 to 30 minutes? Oh, I hope it wasn't. No, it feels like it could be YouTube clips. Okay. Like, you kind of learn stuff, and uh, if you could get overwhelmed, I guess, if unless you were doing a full report on the word. But I left it with just a ton of facts here. I, th I think I've gone over a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey, uh, here's a fact. Jim Carrey offered Nicolas Cage the Dumb and Dumber role, but he turned it down because he was going to be doing the film Leaving in Las Vegas. You mean instead of having um, guest star? Who's the secondary Jeff star? Jeff Daniels. I'm not, sure if he, if it was, I'm not sure if it was for that role, but he was supposed to be in the movie more or less. Oh, but I wait. mean, he could still be in it. They're still making Dumb and Dumbers. They should combine Dumb and Dumber with National Treasure. 
I'm saying that, that not meaning that at all. That would be yeah, so that would bad. Be, uh, it's already bad. <laughs> yeah, you're really bad, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1.3 1. on IMDb. You saying that reminds me of the fact that he was in the Primal 4.3 movie when we were going through Primal and you were saying there were so many different things named it. Primal, I just always think of the television show that you just... Yeah, no, but you said that there was a 2019 movie, I think, with him in it. Oh, that was, no, really that was the one with the world in the background or yeah. something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, there was a... I want to say there was a... Uh, like video clip of a movie that went viral I think last year that showed him in a direct-to-video movie I think it came out in 1989 where he plays this crazy guy who says two lines he gets out of the car he has like the biggest fake nose ever and and then he and so it was yeah I mean Nick Nicholas Cage is a joking character, and, and that's why they the cast him in. Yeah, and he he says that he doesn't feel like a lot of people know that he actually knows he's like a caricature. I think it's pretty obvious. I don't think I don't see him as one of those Tom Cruise like Scientologists kind of fed up with his own image. I think he kind of gets it. Like that's Ghost great. Rider is not what he's. He doesn't <laughs> think he's going to be invited to the Marvel get together next. Well, he was supposed to be Superman at one point, but he also has his own style of acting. I'm going to butcher it. Noveok Shane. Shamanic. It's okay, the act of trying. It. It's just, I can confirm. It's the trying to uh, augment your imagination to get to the performance without feeling like you're faking it. He's not acting in this though. He's he's playing himself and he's just kind of talking to us and um and then he switches over to uh, some other person talking about the word. <laughs> well, the number one person that they wanted to get was Nick Ooh. Cage. Oh, okay. I was like, was oh, there, no. <laughs> is there a scoop here that like he actually wasn't the top one? It was Jim Carrey, actually? Or? You said it reminds you of Computer Clips. It was produced by Funny or Die. Yeah, uh, so, so it's another Will Ferrell um, connection with Comedy Bang Bang, connection with uh, College Humor. Which... It, it's also the first connection between Nicolas Cage and Netflix. So I'm wondering if we're going to be seeing any more of that or Usually not. Usually they sign deals where you... Th- where actors or, or producers get a ton of films. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has like three in the works. Yeah, well, speaking of films, he actually was waterboarded for one of the scenes in The Croods. There was a scene where... The Croods? The, yeah, the, the anime, the anime movie. movie. It was uh, like voluntarily. Like there's a scene in the movie where he where he needs to scream underwater. So in order to do that, but out of all the crazy action movies he's been in, from the John Travolta one to like (laughs) Face Off, yeah, Face Off to to everything. What's that? Sixty seconds, and then like next, right? Yeah. Yeah, so many action movies, but like you'd think that he would have been tortured in one of those, or like done his own stunts. Well, or something. he wasn't really tortured. They bought in like a huge tub of water, and then he just he, he sunk just, his face he just into bobbed, it. Bob for apples. <laughs> that's yeah, not waterboarding. Well, Nicolas no, Cage. that's what the director said. It was kind of like a fruit. <laughs> okay, I mean, what waterboarding is? They put like a um, washcloth over your face, and then so you can't see, and then pour water over you. That's not waterboarding. All right, so let's get back to the lighter topic. <laughs> Fuck. Apparently, when you use the word, you're sending adrenaline through your veins. Like, it's just psychological huh. in that sense, and it makes you 5% stronger. Well, it's supposed so to whenever be- you get into a fight, start just swearing as much as possible. <laughs> I know it'll make you look insane, but it'll make you like the Hulk. In the in the U.S., it's like the worst word to use so i wonder how that psychologically no i'd say i'd say the n-word is the worst well, yeah, and if they did that that would be jumping the shark yeah, well. <laughs> especially with nick cage if they didn't bring in someone else to say the n-word if it was just him and he just <laughs> yeah that would that'd be <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been a finale <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I actually, oh, they also had Tom Hanks. They said, fuck is the Tom Hanks of curse words because you can use it. Oh, I thought anything. you meant that Tom Hanks was in it. I was going to be like, well, I didn't read anything about that. Yeah, that would be kind of He was in it, though. He 
it was like one of the G-rated clips for mm. one of the shows that they showed or movies. I forget yeah. which one. And it's it was just, a young Tom Hanks. Nicholas Cage changed his name on way and got into the industry because I think he <laughs> has parents who are like famous. Do you want to guess what comic book he named it after himself? Oh, I was gonna say what his real name was, and I was like, is it Tiger Woods? <laughs> like, what 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 comic book? Luke Cage. That makes sense. Well, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he named himself after Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah. The biggest surprise of the show, though, was at the very end when I saw that Christopher Diella or whatever was part of it. Yeah, he was one of the co-producers or executive producers. That must have happened before his allegations or something. I mean, well, he's still credited. I didn't. I didn't read anything about that. That's a surprise to me. Yeah, I mean, he's a comedian though, so maybe. Uh, Yeah, but. (laughs) So I assume it's been in the works for quite some time. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it has been. And executive producer Brent Meager said they want to make a show that wanted to like kind of pay tribute to these words and say why they were important for people to use them which (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean i get it freedom of speech we got to keep it up i have a lot of nick cage facts here i don't think we're going to be able to get through all of them unless i put this into a game so i'm going to have four that are true and one that is false and you have to guess which one is false i'm gonna get this wrong like he may not be crazy but he's a wacky dude and there's, yeah, he's right. probably done some crazy stuff, yeah. So one of them is that he scoped out where he wants to be buried. It's a nine-foot pyramid okay. shape All right. uh, in St. Louis. Uh-huh. And it's the, is it like the, what's that giant monolith that just appeared? I mean, like, close to that. Okay. But, um, yeah, so that's one. Another one is that he's purchased a uh, real dinosaur skull that was $270,000 before knowing it was stolen by Mongolian uh, people and then retiring it in 2014, giving Reti- it back to Retiring it? I think because retiring we read it. that, it's fake. Or it's real, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, Vampire Kiss, which is considered one of the worst movies ever, he's justified as his best decision to become, like, and it made him want to become an actor. Uh, in his film Birdie, he took out one of his front teeth to play a Vietnam veteran. And then the last one is he only eats animals who have dignified sex. So that's... He, he only eats animals that have dignified sex? Yeah, he considers some animals to have sex that is not dignified and he and doesn't want to have... judges? Like, he watches them have sex and well, then Well, chooses... I guess he knows how they have sex. He sure. knows how they have sex. <laughs> yeah. Like, the science. There's a museum of sex and they show animals having sex. But, like, did he go there and then he just, like, this is my diet? <laughs> this is I, what I want to eat? It could be false. But here's the thing. So you have the pyramid where he wants to know where he's going to be buried. The dinosaur skull, which he um, initially bid for and then gave up. Yeah. Uh, the birdie where he got one of his uh, teeth pulled out from. The other one where the dignified sex. And then the vampire kiss one, which I assume is the fake one. Uh, no, it was the birdie one. He got his two teeth taken out. <laughs> I'm telling there there's a lot. Of okay, it. but the the sex one is just so strange. Like, we could do the full hour <laughs> on that if we were to do an hour podcast. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a crazy dude. I don't get... No, that's... That's well, beyond crazy. Well, well you, one of the Wait, facts, does he eat other things, though? He eats, like, vegetables and I stuff. I assume so, yeah. But not if it doesn't... If it has <laughs> non-consensual vegetable sex. Well, one of the facts... Only if he breeds them himself. One of the facts was that he was followed by a mime, and it only became a problem when the mime followed him on set and got through security, and the producers called, and he never saw the mime again. I'm... I'm... Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm going to say that I'm changing my answer earlier when you said, will this get two seasons? Or if it got two seasons, could they just continue? I don't think it would continue or it shouldn't continue with swear words. I think it should just slowly 
evolve into Nick Cage facts and then like explaining <laughs> Nick Cage or as do a recreations of like his no story. please don't do that please no one do that I will say he donated a million dollars to Hurricane Katrina so and that's the fact I wanted to end on because that was a nice fact that animal sex fact it's just confounding <laughs> that's what we'll leave it today thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode <laughs> bye bye, bye.